0: So, Maine is weird.
1: Welcome to episode 14 of the Anchor Me Farm podcast. I'm Brian.
0: I'm Kara.
1: We're both tired.
0: As usual.
1: We've had a long day. We have long days.
0: They're
1: very long. It's, um, so you too can have long days and be tired. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear the dogs, but... Currently, Casla is cleaning Aberdeen's ear. Casla's been doing this thing since she was a puppy. She goes up to one of the other dogs and starts licking the inside of their ear, uh, which sounds weird, but that dog ends up with amazingly clean ears.
0: And I don't have to do it, so it helps.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Aberdeen has learned it from Casla and has started cleaning Casla's ears, which we always used to joke that wouldn't it be nice if
0: If someone would do that for Casla. Now we do, and she does not like it.
1: Yeah, Castle, she tolerates it for a little while, and she's like, nah, I don't
0: know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> News around the farm. Uh, our mallards have been touring the town of Windsor, and some neighbors don't mind it. think it's funny. Other neighbors uh, had issue with it because the mallards would be across the street, and our neighbor's ducks, um, her driveway is actually open because they run a business, and her ducks would make their way down the driveway to get across the street to our mallards and can't have them crossing the street. Yeah, so there's w-
0: another option, but hey.
1: Well, she doesn't have them <laughs> enclosed like we do. But they're normally fine until our mallards land across the street. So the other night, all the boys came home and got them into their house. And the next morning, I, I, after some YouTube videos, I trimmed their wings. Mm-hmm. And you can see different ways of doing that on YouTube. Uh, some people will trim just one wing so that they're off balance when they try to fly. And that seemed kind of... I don't know. That seemed kind of harsh. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't like... I don't
1: know. I mean, it would look funny but for them to go, wah! But it, it, it didn't quite sit right with me. And some of them really aggressively trimmed the feathers all the way up to the wing. But I, there was a video of this one guy that just trimmed the um, ends of the flight feathers off and you you first check the feathers to make sure that they're transparent to make sure there's no blood in the feathers Uh, because you can't do this when they're when the feathers are coming in you have to do them when the feathers are fully in Uh, the reason for that is if there's a blood supply that feathers hollow and if you cut it it'll just start leaking blood and you have to pluck that feather to save the duck so in this case it was very easy to check the feathers and make sure they were clear. And it's just like a haircut. It doesn't bother the duck at all. It's just like cutting paper with some, uh, I had some trimmers for, that I used for the goats, uh, hooves, a fresh pair. I do feel like I trimmed a little too much though. They look fine, but when the mallards were released from the house one at a time, they'd do this pathetic little hop. Uh, they can't get much air at all. But they can, if they were to somehow get on top of something and fall, they can stabilize themselves on the way down and land safely, but they can't get up off the ground. I think next time I trim it, I'll leave a little bit more so they can do a little bit more of a chicken jump, but you got to get to know your ducks. Um, The main thing is safety, but now all of our boys, all of our mallards are in the yard. They're living in the house. They're not leaving. Nothing's going to get them. They're going to come into their house at night. All going to be safe.
0: Yeah, they're
1: still mad, though. Well, yeah, they're kind of mad because they can't fly anymore. But if they didn't go joyriding around the neighborhood, I wouldn't have to take away their car keys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Other duck news is the females that we had, we've lost a few to predators uh, because they leave. And they go try to build a nest somewhere. and They try to defend it. And uh, one
0: of our runners, which and, she doesn't fly, I don't know where she went
1: to. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. If they If they get away from you and they go off to get broody and they build a nest somewhere and you can't put them in their house at night, that means owls can get in. We've got a pretty good fence. I don't think the bobcat can get in, but there's owls out here.
0: It's unusual for runners to do that, but apparently ours... Yeah, they're not supposed
1: to get broody. (laughs) In any case, the nests that were around the property, I would replace the mallard eggs with other duck eggs, figuring... Maybe it'll waste her time so she doesn't go build a different nest. And if she does hatch ducks, they won't be mallards and they won't fly. Um, and it won't have to trim them every year when their feathers come back in.
0: Apparently you have to sometimes twice a year. So.
1: Yeah, every time they molt, basically. Every time they get a new set of feathers. But Kara did want other ducks. So she did this trick that she saw in the interwebs where she uh, placed other duck eggs... In the chicken area, because several of our, like, two of our chickens, now three.
0: Now three. All of our speckled Sussex have gone broody-broody.
1: Yeah. And And
0: they were sitting on chicken eggs, but there's no rooster, so they'd be just sitting for pointless hours, days, weeks. However long. Well, chickens are normally, like, 28 days to hatch. No, 21 days to hatch, and then ducks are 28 to 32 days, depending on the breed.
1: Except the other night, a couple nights ago, we were...
0: Last night. Last
1: night. Boy, the days are just going (laughs) by. Uh, So last night, we were putting the chickens to bed, and Kara heard a a cheep-cheep, like some kind of squeaking.
0: I heard a peep, peep, peep.
1: Yeah, so she asked me to... To check, and I lifted up one of the birds, one of the chickens, and I thought a mouse was going to come running out. Really, I I didn't know what to expect. Uh, but there was a duckling in there.
0: There's a little baby duckling.
1: So one of our chickens hatched successfully. Hatched a duckling, and we I said take her, take take the duckling away. She's like, are you sure? Yeah, take these chickens cannot care for this duckling. So the chickens were not happy about it.
0: But I they, feel bad. They got
1: over it. They're okay. Well.
0: Not really, but I feel bad. But what are they going to do with the duckling? They're sitting on a shelf that's like three feet, three and a half feet high. And...
1: Yeah, there's there's no way.
0: I mean, ducks don't fly, except, you know... Even mallards, the chicks,
1: if she had chicks, they wouldn't...
0: Yeah, they wouldn't be able to get down, so I'm not really sure why they decided to...
1: Because that's where we put the nesting boxes.
0: Well, Well, there's some lower, but they didn't want those.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of nesting boxes that are are the cool nesting boxes. Yeah. (laughs) That's where everybody wants to go.
0: And now that the third one, Aglish, has gone broody broody, that was like the box that everyone wanted to play in. And now it seems half of them refuse to lay eggs because, I don't know, maybe they found a new spot not in a nest box. We
1: should start collecting some of those eggs Mm-hmm. They well, got quite no, a she pile under them.
0: She well, those, those chicken eggs are probably gross now. So. But we need to get rid
1: of them. Yeah. Um, I should, where uh, where you might think, starting over, you might be wondering where we put this duckling. Well, it, as if so happens, Kara ordered more chickens and they arrived.
0: Wednesday morning.
1: So, you know, we have some. We some, had a
0: set up already. Yeah. With chicks, but...
1: The duckling (laughs) is now hanging out with a bunch of little chicks.
0: Yeah. Many port in the storm, I guess. But we do have ducklings on the way this week, so we'll be transferring. We call her, hopefully her, Millport. Millie for short.
1: Yeah, or Mill if it's a boy. Yeah. Whichever.
0: I don't know what breed it is, because it's going to be a mix. I'm, I'm hoping it's a runner pecan because how adorable would that be?
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's we have different kinds and they interbreed, so we, Who knows we don't know.
0: what kind it is because we don't have any runner boys. So it's either all the boys we have are pecans or mallards. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. So those are our current duck adventures. <laughs> and obviously we, we have a hard time coming up with a topic this week. The uh, but there's a correction I have to make.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I had I had told Kara that there's no such thing as a dark web, and I was making fun of it because all the TV shows have the dark web, and I've also seen that phrase the dark web used liberally, like people use it for stuff that they don't. It's kind of like how people say the word quantum all the time. When any amateur talks about physics, they just start talking about quantum this, quantum that.
0: But they made TV shows
1: about it. They made, they made TV shows about the dark web. Uh, it turns out there is something called Darknet. I looked it up. And it's, it's websites that you can go to. They're not regular websites. You have to have a special browser. It's all encrypted. It's very technical to get hold of. And it's got layers and layers of security so you don't know where people are
0: that's the hackers
1: are all it, on it it's a bunch of crooks that are on it, it it's they're selling hackers are crooks. well yeah they're selling illegal stuff they're doing auctions and there's a lot of things that would get you in federal prison being passed around so that it's all set up basically so that it's hard for the authorities to find out where you are and if you have a ransomware attack on your business they're probably going to want you to give bitcoin to one of these sites which you should never do.
0: Well, no, you shouldn't. Well, I, I should ask. My sister works in a hospital in Vermont, and their computers got hacked and ransomed for... Yeah. The, and it's a hospital. That's scary.
1: If you're wondering what a ransomware attack is, it's basically they, they get some software under your system. Either they send you an email and they get you to click on something... Or maybe they leave a a thumb drive laying around and you pick it up and put it into a computer to find out what's on it. However, they get the stuff on your computer, it's a little virus that goes and starts encrypting all the files on your computer. And it locks up all the files on your computer. And it locks up more and more and more and more. So basically, all of your data and all of your stuff is locked away and encrypted. And they send you a message saying, if you want your data back, you have to pay us. And you have to pay in bitcoin typically they don't ever unlock your stuff they just take the money and leave so don't pay them never pay them this is why we have backups so when when you have a ransomware attack happened in my company a year or two ago you just restore all your stuff from backup and ignore the ransom people then everybody gets emails about internet security and what not to do and what not to click on because somebody clicked on something
0: yeah, never click on anything that you don't know who sent to you.
1: Yeah, it's called a phishing attack. It's 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 an effort to get you to like they'll say, oh, you have to your account is in question. You have to verify your account. Click on this, and and they'll pretend it's from your bank or something. But if you look at the email, it's a crazy email. You know, so or I
0: got like a was, it? It was a couple of months ago. Best Buy sent me a receipt. Or an invoice, like, you need to pay this or it's overdue or something. like, I didn't order anything from Best Buy and he didn't either, so no. Just
1: deleted it and reported <laughs> it as junk. Another thing is, I, this is not the podcast for it, but cryptocurrency is a big old Ponzi scheme. Don't mess with cryptocurrency. <laughs> don't, don't. It's completely worthless and it's going to end up without any value and all the people who are promoting it are trying to get you to put your money into it and spend your real money to buy their fake money and the first thing they're going to do is they're going to take that bitcoin and exchange it for real money and they're out of town so don't be the sucker so that's my secure my internet security (laughs) lesson for the week it's all basic stuff I, I work for a corporation so I get these these security trainings and stuff that are basically designed to keep me from being the, the dummy that clicks on the bad thing. That's you know?
0: crazy. All these scammers out there.
1: Yeah, there's, it's crazy yeah. how bad people can be. The world's bad enough, but some people have to make it worse. So if your company gets hit with ransomware or ransomware attack, you're just going to be restoring your stuff from backup. <laughs> um, from your perspective, if you've got a regular job and you're a regular worker there, it means you won't have access to the computers for a day or two, and the poorer schmoes in the IT department are going to be working very hard. What else can we talk about? What else has happened on the farm?
0: Um, uh, we did our very last farmer's market yesterday. Well, you did.
1: That's right. Uh, all that talk we had about wholesale in previous episodes is come to fruition, and we've let go of the last farmer's market we're still gonna shop there
0: oh yeah we'll still support them like we love farmer's markets but it's just it got to the point where it was just too much for not enough reward so to speak
1: yeah it's a huge place it's like a, a giant warehouse type building um it's got a fun center for kids with all kind of games and stuff in it. It's, it's the got,
0: United Farmers Market of Maine. It's in Belfast.
1: Yeah, it's got a big cafeteria area. It's a nice building. Uh, but I think it just got filled up with vendors, jam-packed with vendors. And
0: it's pe- just too much. Like, people
1: only have so much money.
0: And it's Maine. It's not like a metropolis... New York City type of place where there's so many people all the time. There's limited people and then there's tourists that come through and if you're jam-packed with too much somebody's going to miss out and it's just yeah, it is what it is. Like We
1: might have done pretty well <laughs> during the height of the tourist season but when the place had fewer vendors in it we were doing pretty well all the time. Yeah. And if if we've got to pay rent every single month, but there's only going to be a handful of good months.
0: It doesn't make it worth it. And then there's... It was a longer, mark, It was 9 to 2. So that's all of Saturday. Like Saturday, which is normally his day off from his regular job, he could be doing farm work.
1: Well, Saturday and Sunday, yeah. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I could be doing
0: other work. Is other that work something? instead of just standing around hoping that we make money. And then there's so much wasted product. And my, like we've explained before, my ingredients are expensive. So it's, it was a lot of waste going on. And it just wasn't worth it anymore. So sadly, we made the call. And we we're going to a big event this weekend. So we wouldn't be there anyway. So... Now we just do events and wholesale and people can still order and pick up at the farm store.
1: Yeah, that's a that's always an option. And that's kind of what we wanted to do in the first place. Kara wanted to basically stay here forever and never have to leave ever.
0: Yeah, so I worked <laughs> it out in my head earlier. Fun, funnily, funnily, fun.
1: Funnily like funny but funny? Yeah, yeah is funnily. That a word? Technically, yeah.
0: Okay. So After this coming weekend, May 20th, 21st, I don't know when this will air, but that'll be a weekend I have to leave the house, but after that, I do not have to leave the house until July 29th. Yeah, I will become a hermit. (laughs) I have figured out the Hannaford delivery, although it's weird, because, so we live in Windsor, which, middle of nowhere, but the closest Hannaford to us is south china but they do not deliver we do pick up normally so if i get delivery it has to be from the gusto one
1: which is further away
0: which is further away it makes no sense and i feel bad but it is what it is and sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and do it because there's no time
1: (laughs) i don't mind picking up though
0: yeah well this past week was a little crazy so
1: it's nice to have the option
0: it is nice to have the option and I do tip, although I feel bad. The Sam's delivery didn't get their tip because they didn't notice the envelope. So I'm so sorry, and I hope you don't hate me. But
1: we we don't want to tip <laughs> through the service through the website because we're afraid that the company will take it.
0: Yeah, they they takes some of it I've so, been told through the delivery person because I asked
1: so yeah so we, we want if we tip a delivery person we want to actually give it to them directly yeah and their boss doesn't need to know about it because it's none of, none of their boss's business
0: So that's how we like new things but <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out
1: but there's a lot of stuff on Saturdays that I she makes it sound like oh he's he's working over there when he could be working here which is true. But, there, you know, I live here too, and I want this stuff done as well. So there's a long list of things, and if I actually have my Saturday back, I can put a dent in it.
0: And plus, it's hard being alone. Like, I stay home, because most of the time, I don't make it. I'm not ready in time, basically. And now, it, it was impossible, because we have Lucan, who needs a bottle around 1, one thirty. so... Okay. It, it's kind
1: of impossible. <laughs> Kara has to get up so early for these orders to bake them. And then she's trying to get me out the door in time so that I can drive to another town, deliver, and then come back before I have to log in for work. So she's trying to get everything done really early. Oh,
0: that's yeah, for the
1: wholesale stuff. For the wholesale stuff. And that's just...
0: Regular weeks. Yeah, so it's
1: hard. Even if she wanted to go with me on the deliveries, it'd be difficult for her because... Well,
0: I was talking about the market, not the... Military.
1: Oh, the markets yeah, in general? Yeah, well, I
0: would go to
1: the delivery. That's well, fine. You don't have to. You don't have to. I'll, I'll just drive by myself.
0: <laughs> I don't like being in the car anyway.
1: But the markets were especially bad because you would make more for the markets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to get showered and get out of the house in time.
0: It was a struggle. I did it for a good part, but it was... It
1: was hard. It was... Yeah, it was too much to ask. But now that's no longer an issue. Now we're we're on a different schedule. And I can get back from Saturday delivery to actually accomplish some stuff. And I can actually go to Tractor Supply, do all the errands on Saturday, come home, do some farm work.
0: Yeah. And I won't be alone all day.
1: Yeah. she She doesn't like it when I'm gone too long. <laughs> Even if I'm just around and she's off doing her stuff, I'm still here. She can... Like, call me Um, when she, hey, come here, look at this, or something.
0: You never know, an emergency. Uh, We only have one car, and I don't drive, so it's it's just safer, too.
1: I, however, am not a hermit, (laughs) and I'm not going to become a hermit. Kara will just eventually just say, neither of us can ever leave.
0: (laughs) Uh. No, you can leave, but I'm not leaving.
1: I need to drag you out on errands or something.
0: But everyone's welcome here. If you want to hang out with animals, hang out with me. I'm totally p- cool with that. I just don't want to ever leave. Them.
1: Yeah, she. You have more. You have more tolerance for people here in your own environment.
0: The animals make it a little easier out in public. I don't really say much, but here at least I'll talk to you a little bit if I can. If I can muster the words. Yeah. <laughs> So
1: I guess we're just, we're keeping it light today. If you're, if you're trying to, I I guess we're supposed to give advice on farming, Uh, but I guess accurately describing our time and our goals is helpful. There's one of the things I want to catch up on on Saturdays is there's a lot of trees that I cut down on the property that are smaller trees, but now they're in a big pile and we can pay somebody to chip them up. But that's money.
0: Yeah. Anything to do with trees is the most expensive thing.
1: Yeah. If you can do it yourself, you should. But when I say do it yourself, I'm talking about a very narrow range of things. Yeah, you don't
0: will. cut down some humongous tree and fall off and kill yourself. So. Yeah.
1: Well, that's an extreme example. <laughs> <laughs> uh when the tree gets large enough, you need skills <laughs> with cutting down a tree it, it becomes it can become dangerous uh, the tree instead of falling over like in the movies, the tree could break uh, from the place where you cut it and kick back and take your leg out uh, it could you could get seriously hurt.
0: It could fall on you because the wind blows a certain direction as soon as it falls. I mean, there's so many... Or,
1: or you could it could fall and hit your house. Um, oh. it could, there's all kinds of stuff that could go wrong. Yeah. And when you hire professional tree service guys, they a lot of times they'll climb up in the tree and pull a chainsaw up with a rope and then cut the tree from the top down.
0: It's kind of crazy what they do, to be honest. It
1: looks cool, but... That's how they do it safely. They they just chop the branches off, drop them directly down, and the tree doesn't necessarily fall over. It just comes down in pieces. Although they will drop a tree if if it's far enough away from the house, and I think we've had them do that before. We didn't have money to chip up the trees. That...
0: So it's just laying there.
1: So, yeah, and like the... they're good maple. I mean, I, that would be decent firewood. I could probably donate know. it if I could find time to chop it up because all this is about time. That was a maple. Down there? Those are not maple? That
0: big one?
1: The big three that we had them just dropped for yeah, us. Yeah, I
0: think that was maple.
1: Okay, I'll verify.
0: I don't remember
1: that. It's better if they're ash or something. Well, ash wood, I've learned, is very hard wood and that's...
0: We have a lot of those.
1: Yeah, that'll blunt your chainsaw. <laughs> that's a real fight. Uh, but, they make good firewood and I've As I cut this stuff up, if it's good for firewood, I'm going to give it to one of our other farmers that we met. So, as soon as I I manage to chop some of this stuff up, I'm going to give it out because we don't have a wood stove.
0: Oh, yeah. So, part of the business, too, is garden. We do seedlings and veggies. But this year, last year, it was kind of a bust. I had seedlings, but no one purchased them. And then... When I tried to plant them, the ducks ate them. So this year I had big plans for the garden. I was like all hyped up, had all my seedlings. We we're going to till it and do all this stuff. And then I had a couple of indoor starters that I started early, like peppers, which you need to start early, and tomatillos. And then it was so warm for a couple days that my mind just kind of played tricks on me, thinking, oh my gosh, i got to start the garden right now. So I brought the seedlings out. Did I acclimate? Acclimate? No, I did not. I don't have time for that. So on a warm day, I brought them out, and I killed them.
1: They had a cold day after that.
0: (laughs) I just, I literally murdered my seeds, seedlings. So I'm a terrible plant mom.
1: Lesson learned, though.
0: Lesson learned.
1: We have um, we have these raised beds. It's not beds. even
0: Memorial Day, so Maine is weird. It's gotten warmer over the past couple days or past years. Really, you can't start planting outside until at least Memorial Day weekend, and I just I just got ahead of myself, and it was a bummer.
1: We have a, the first year of the garden, I tilled some area with an electric tiller and she just grew things in the ground. It was so great. Then, they
0: were so nice and big and wonderful. We're going to
1: go back to that. But last year we, we tried, uh, putting raised beds in just the, the metal two foot tall ones that you just put a box on the ground. You put, um, a bunch of stuff in there and, and, uh. potting soil because
0: we had to bring some ducks up front
1: right so we were going to use the raised beds and then the ducks were pecans and they were tall enough to stick their heads over the raised bed and of course the plants would spill over so the ducks were eating the zucchini and eating everything and they're like oh thank you very much it's not for you so
0: i mean it was adorable watching them eat it but then i was yelling at them at the same time and it was just
1: So we hastily put this garden fence around it to keep the ducks out. And and the first (laughs) attempt, I didn't put it far enough. And the ducks were still able to stick their head through (laughs) and get get stuff. So we're going to tear all the raised beds down and just do it on the ground again. But time got away from us. There's too many projects.
0: Unless I can find some... Maybe there's a company. Maybe there's some... I mean, there's some postings in the Windsor... Facebook people, but I'll have to chat. because To do, like, random yard work, whatnots. Oh. So it might be a thing. Maybe I'll reach out. Because I had this great envision of having a pumpkin patch this year. Because last year we did a pumpkin painting event with the goats. And people seemed to really enjoy it. And if I could grow my own pumpkins, I did use all local pumpkins last year, but... If I could grow my own, that would be even better, I think. Yes, I, ah! I think... Oh my gosh, Emily.
1: The goats are running around back Sorry. in the back. That's why she's distracted.
0: Cashel is picking on Ashford and it's annoying.
1: It's one of our largest, going after one of our smallest. Yeah.
0: Goats will bully each other. The If you have new goats coming in, the older goats will bully. Be like, get out of my house. That
1: happens for a little while until they integrate into the herd. Yeah. So, as far as the garden goes, we're going to keep the raised beds this year. Uh, I'll arrange the garden fence a little better around it and we'll just plant inside the raised beds again. And then next year, we'll tear all that down and do it in the ground.
0: So, I'm not a great gardener and I do not know all the tricks and I do not have time to learn all the tricks. My mom has a green thumb, like if you go to her house in Vermont, there's flowers, it's so beautiful in her backyard, it's like walking through a botanical garden or something, but I am not that person. I can grow some veggies, been trying to grow some flowers, but have not succeeded so far. So raised beds is not for every veggie, there are a lot that don't like them, like tomatillos, Don't do well. They do okay, but the first year when they were in the ground, we had so many tomatillos. And then last year, we had not much. And then, again, raised beds. For some reason, I got so many squash bugs that kept eating my plants, too. So, I don't know if it was because they were higher up or... I'm not sure the cause.
1: Yeah, we're still learning the gardening stuff.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's not a priority. It's just something I'd like to do and I'd like to grow my own food. But that's time I don't actually have. So it's been hard.
1: This goes into what we've talked about before, where you you reach a maintenance level in your farm. For us, there's a lot of debris that's got to be cleared, grass that's got to be planted and grown, but once we have our systems in place, things will kind of roll on, and we can start tackling larger projects. And it's hard—it's—it's it's hard to keep your optimism sometimes because it can feel overwhelming.
0: So much.
1: And you have to remind yourself of all the things that you've accomplished.
0: But it doesn't feel like it because you look around, and you're like, "Holy crap! What have I done?"
1: <laughs> yeah, like like we we had things looking pretty good, and then we opened up that, I fenced in another area of the property, and the goats cleared it out, but it's got, it had a lot of debris, it had a lot of, it's got a whole bunch of trees that are falling down, and old dead wood.
0: Oh, it had so much garbage in it. Like, we call the dump guy. If you ever need a service to get rid of random crap, uh, dump guy is highly suggested.
1: In in the area of coast Maine. Maine. yeah. Well, or, they
0: do... A lot of Maine. So look up their website because they don't just do mid-coast. They're based in southern Maine, but they'll go all over. So
1: The dump guy.
0: The dump guy. It's not just one guy. Don't worry. Um,
1: Kara was dragging. (laughs) I was was, was logged in at work, and Kara was dragging all kinds of trash from that area.
0: There was, like. Gutters, so many gutters for some reason, just piled up and different metal stuff and glass. I'm still picking up freaking glass everywhere. I just don't understand people. I don't get it. Yeah. But
1: basically somebody back in the day treated the woods like a garbage dump and was throwing random trash out there. And you couldn't see any of it until the goats went back there and ate all the leaves and then it was all exposed.
0: And people were like, oh, you could use those gutters. No, dude. They were gross. They were bad. They were rusted, rotted, covered, and icky. No.
1: And we have to curb our, our desire to save every single thing that we find.
0: We don't have storage for stuff. It, it is yeah. what it is. And how are we going to use those gutters? If we need gutters, we'll go buy new stuff. Because gutters aren't that expensive compared to other things. So. Right.
1: And they weren't they weren't the kind good. of gutters that we would need anyway. They were no. a different kind. But the point is, there was a bunch of garbage back there, and now it's gone. A bunch of trash that people had tossed, yeah. and now it's gone. But I still have a whole bunch of dead wood I have to pull out of there. Yeah. And stack so. up and get hauled away.
0: So much. So much.
1: So as you try to expand and open up the property, especially if you got woods that you're trying to clear out. It can feel like you're back at square one, but we've changed quite a bit. And we've also had a hard time because uh, mud season for us happens in stages because we're on a hill. So the house is all done with mud season. It's over. But further down the property, down the incline, there's places down there where it's still mud season. But I think I could probably take the tractor down there in the next few days.
0: I think it'd be fine now, although it's going to supposedly rain one of these days. But
1: I'll walk through there and make sure there's no muddy spots. There's, we've gotten to know the property. And, and
0: and we're better off than a lot of people because a lot of people have like still ponds in their pastures. So
1: Yeah, if your place is flat, that's good for a lot of reasons. But when you get massive rainfall...
0: It doesn't have anywhere to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're going to flood out. And mud season's going to be tough for you, too, because, again, it's got nowhere to go. For us, uh, because we're on a hill, it just goes down the hill. And every place where the land levels out, it gathers. It takes a little longer for that to get dry, but it does. So there's times in the year when I just cannot take the tractor down there. It's going to make big ruts, and in the worst-case scenario, I could get stuck which is why we have to buy that four by four with the winch on the front. Right. (laughs) So I'm on a quest for what's called a side by side. And that's a term for like, it's not a lawn tractor. It's a like, it's a John Deere vehicle that seats two people and it's got a little pickup truck thing in the back and that you can even dump sometimes. And they sell, they sell versions of them on the tra- tractor supply that are four-wheel drive and have a winch in the front, but they also sell some that are kind of like golf carts. And it's for people with large amounts of land, and you don't want to walk all the way to the other side. You know, so some people use an ATV. I don't want an ATV because Kara couldn't use it. Because of her hand injury, she wouldn't be able to work the throttle and everything very easily.
0: Because everything is right-handed, and my right handed was- the issues
1: so yeah i'm look i'm on the market now for a cheapy tiny riding lawnmower it's not going to mow the lawn it i don't even need the mower deck i just need something that can tow a little gorilla cart and something with a steering wheel and kara can operate that just fine so if she wanted to haul things around in a gorilla cart she could drive the mower up and down the hill because it does get to be a bit much to walk up and down the hill over and over if you're doing work down there and have to get tools and stuff and come back and <laughs> yes it can be a, it can be a thing and the tractor's a bit large to be towing a gorilla cart it's a it's a small uh, subcompact tractor but it's still big for that purpose although honestly I could just use the bucket
0: yeah or we can train the goats to drag a cart somehow
1: that would be awesome if we could hitch them up like a team <laughs>
0: like a um- Sled dog, only sled goats.
1: (laughs) They would absolutely not go where you tell them. (laughs) No. (laughs) We're experiencing lots of wind today. There's so much.
0: Not just today. It's like every day now for a long time. So sometimes we keep the front door open because we have a 17-year-old pug and a puppy. And they go out a lot.
1: They both have...
0: Teeny-tiny bladders. Yeah,
1: they both have trouble with going (laughs) to the bathroom um, for different reasons.
0: We don't have a doggy door because we can't find a contractor handyman. So if you're out there, you know, contact us. We also need a ramp built. So we leave the front door ajar. There's like a, it's a storm door, so there's a latch thingy. There's a
1: little button on the air brake for it that'll lock it so you can keep it kind of open.
0: But if it's windy, it closes itself, and I just worry it'll close on one of the dogs. Or Castle's already afraid of the door, so <laughs> someone's closed it on her once or twice. Yeah, how could you? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I would never. <laughs> yeah. On purpose.
0: It's like she doesn't have enough issues. Now <laughs> she's afraid of the door.
1: I'm I'm pretty much convinced that I'm gonna have to to do the storm door myself. Let's talk about that for a second. We have a Honda CRV that's paid for, and it's in good shape, so we cannot justify getting another vehicle and having a payment or anything like that.
0: Or insurance you gotta pay for all the stuff.
1: Yeah. So there's a few things you can do. Uh, like if I buy hay, I I have to. I can put six bales of hay in there, but then you have hay in the CRV. and there's Even if you put tarps, there's still going to be hay in the CRV. There's only so much I can haul. I can't do a lot in the way of trash. Uh, It's it's just not the same as a pickup truck. Now, in the state of Maine, it could be the same on your state if you're not here. You can actually have a vehicle on your property. And and this depends how much land you've got and how it's laid out. But there are people who have an old pickup truck on their property, and they'll register it with the state as a farm vehicle, and it just never leaves the property. So it's super cheap, and you don't have to do a whole lot with it because it's only on your property, and it's used like the side by side. Like someone has like a hundred acres, and they just want to get to the you know down to the other side of it, and they don't have a side by side, but they've got an old pickup, so they just do that. Or if they want to take bales of hay from one side of the property to the other, they load up the pickup truck. For us, what if you want to build, buy a big old gate, a metal gate from Tractor Supply? What if you want or wanna,
0: a freaking screen door for our farm door shop, for, which apparently is like right. such a to do.
1: What if you want to buy these things? You can't fit those in a CRV. Some of the options are to put, um, we've talked about this in the past as well, put a trailer hitch on the CRV and get a trailer. Well, that's a great idea, but right now our front area is kind of bottlenecked. We need to make some changes. So I don't know where I would put that trailer right now. And I wouldn't want to fight the main gate and put it in the back. So that's a whole issue. So the solution is we were at the tractor supply last year, I think it was, and there was two women in a big old U-Haul moving truck. Like they were moving to a new apartment and they, br- they rented that and they brought it to the tractor supply and they were putting all of the large things like every large thing they needed for their farm. They made a list. They got a big yeah. old truck. They're putting feeders in there. hay feeders. Yeah. They're putting gates. They're putting all kind of large things in that truck. And so they just planned it out and I'm going to have to do something similar with the screen door. Now. <laughs> Home Depot will rent you a truck for X amount per hour. It's, a, it's not worth it. It's a pain in the neck. You have to wait to get access to the truck. The last person has to return it. You, you spend half your time driving from Home Depot to wherever you need it and then back. And it's just It's a huge pain. I'm just going to go to U-Haul and rent a van or a truck or something that U-Haul has and drive it to the Home Depot or to wherever, get the screen door. But I don't want to just get that just for the screen door. We're going to do the same thing those two women did. We're going to make a list Hmm. of large things that we might need, and we're going to time it, and I'm just going to go get all of it. And And
0: because we'll want, like, oh, I forgot what they're called. Some kind of panels you can bend and make little hoop tunnels with. My
1: first impression is hog panels, but... I don't I
0: think the hog fog fencing,
1: but that stuff is too strong. So You're not going to bend babies, that. Maybe it's
0: cattle panel. You know. No, I forget what it's called. I there's don't know. there's
1: some kind of there's metal something. four you by can four bend grid. Bend
0: uh, it. Although the people when we went to the un- uncommon, I call it the uncommon ground fair. I don't know why it's stuck in my head.
1: It's called common ground <laughs> fair. <laughs> but in Burlington, Vermont, where we used to live, there's a coffee shop called Uncommon Grounds. Yeah. And that is where the mix-up is happening.
0: And it, it, it can't unmix in my head for some reason. There's like little things like that that just won't...
1: Yeah, it's really in there. It won't go That's away. That's okay. I got, I got my share of those.
0: There, but, the but lady had... with the pigs had like this fence stuff and they made a little hoop. And I've seen it, gardeners do it for cheaper trellises, because trellises are expensive for some reason, even though it's just wire. Um,
1: Oh, people in Maine are, it's like everybody, (laughs) everybody is MacGyver.
0: Yeah, but we want these little hoop things to put a tarp, like a clear tarp over, so our ducks have a safe place to hide if there's like a predator or something, like, in the middle we'd, of the yard,
1: we'd want to be careful with the clear tarp because that'd make it a greenhouse.
0: True. So, well, I want, but we can workshop be, it. We could figure out. But like it out. in the winter, it'd be nice if it was clear. So That's maybe we will change it out during the seasons.
1: And that affects how we build it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. So so
1: we if you you start out knowing, I mean, this is what I'm going to do throughout the year, then you build it differently.
0: Yeah.
1: So we got to figure out what that stuff is because there's there's what's called I think hog fencing, which is a a thick metal uh, grid that is really really strong because it's for hogs and hogs are incredibly strong mm-hmm. uh, but that wouldn't flex there's something else that's in between that's like a l- little bit lighter than that
0: mm-hmm. but still
1: pretty sturdy
0: I can't remember we'll figure it out it was in my head the other day because I mentioned it to you and then yeah and I know what you mean lost. because
1: the mm-hmm. problem is I know what she means because I was at the same <laughs> festival she was yeah. fair that she was at And I saw the pigs in the thing, too. So I know what she's talking about. I I don't know if we're communicating to the listener effectively, but that's
0: okay. You can look it up. Just Google that fence thing.
1: That thing that Kara said. Just (laughs) put that in the Google. That
0: that fence thing you can bend. Not chicken wire. Chicken wire is crap. Don't ever buy chicken wire. It's useless.
1: I wouldn't say useless. I I could see chicken wire... Wrapped around some of these trees to keep the goats from messing with the bark.
0: Mm, No, no, they need something stronger. Chicken wire—they'll just bite through, even though they don't have much teeth.
1: Yeah, I think you could wrap it effectively, Mm. but but that's something we have to look at as well. For the the screen door, the reason she's talking about that, I'll cover a couple of things. The the screen door is for our farm stand, which gets hot in the summer and cold in the winter. We're going to try to use fans and things like that. But what would really help is if we leave the front door open.
0: But we can't leave the front door open because the last time I did that, I had one of those mesh screens that you can just walk through. You've got like, magnets it, on it them. it keeps They're like, the bugs out, but right. not really.
1: It's like a curtain. Yeah. And you're supposed to set it up so that the curtain closes and there's magnets on it so it, it pops back into place. And but, we
0: tried that on our front door, too, yeah. and it was just useless. It
1: never quite works out.
0: Bugs still get in, but the dogs couldn't figure it out. So it was just, why? Why bother? And yeah. then, so we tried that on the farm stand, and a dog still walked right in, because I saw little dog prints everywhere, because it was muddy. It was muddy. So t- there are d- so
1: off-leash dogs.
0: That just wander. They just
1: wander around, like in the olden days. <laughs> And they walk into our farm stand
0: um, what and if check they, it out
1: and then leave. What
0: if they do business in there or grab a baked good to go? I don't know. Yeah, I what mean. if
1: they see something interesting and <laughs> pull on it and then knock down a whole display? I mean, there's
0: food in there and I don't want... No, it needs to be secure.
1: So basically, I'm going to have to rent a U-Haul truck <laughs> so that I can go buy a screen door and a storm door. And I'm going to have to hang them.
0: Unless we can find someone I in tent, if don't anyone have knows anyone, so. but the building's uneven because it was not put on a pad, so it's kind of tilted right now. So we need.
1: It's going to be a bit know, tricky. It's
0: going to be hard.
1: So the the people who owned this house before us and put the buildings up <sighs> were not very good at it.
0: I don't know what they were thinking. They were
1: not thinking. We didn't know either. When we started and we got our first building, we didn't know. So we asked people and they told us to do a conc- to, to do a gravel pad. And then the guy comes back, he digs out all the the loose dirt, he fills it with gravel, he compacts it, then it's all level and it's the right size. You put a building on it and it's fine. Yeah. And we didn't know that at all. Just as soon as we started asking questions, people told us.
0: So meanwhile our The farm shop, which is actually a pretty big building.
1: It's a nice building, too. It's a nice building. But it kind of needs to be jacked up in places, so we're going to have to get...
0: And our duck house is also slanting, and part of it's rotting out, because it's just on the ground. There's no...
1: (laughs) With the duck house, we can actually get um, the shed people that we buy our buildings from. You can also hire them to just move buildings. The duck house is small enough that we could just move it. The farm stand is a larger building, and that's going to and have to be... And it's
0: connected to electricity. Yep, so it's powered. Issue.
1: So essentially, I think we need somebody to hike to jack up the corners and even it out.
0: Yeah.
1: Something like that. But that's on the list for some future time.
0: On the list.
1: There was other stuff I was going to mention throughout this, but I forgot what it was. I guess it'll come up to us in another yeah, in the next few minutes. This is kind
0: off. of another rando segment. We, we need, talked
1: about gardening and we talked we about... We
0: yeah. don't know too much about gardening, so that's why we're not... We're going to interview people, I promise. I'm going to reach out this week and see if we can get people next week. We won't be able to record. I don't know when we'll record.
1: We have a two-week lead time.
0: Okay. So, so there's that. But I will promise you I will get more people involved so you don't have to listen to our terrible voices
1: it's in our defense <laughs> things are changing for us and our schedules are going to be a little different going forward and
0: still crazy Still but crazy
1: but different. more flexible
0: <laughs> yeah we'll have saturdays back for the most part like we'll have the afternoons anyway
1: the, the best part about having Saturdays back is if Sunday is going to have bad weather, you can do stuff on Saturday instead.
0: Yeah. We're still doing the goat yoga, so, you know, sign up for that, because that's a lot of fun, and then support groups on Sundays, and then after Memorial Day, Coloring with Goats will start up again on Mondays. So, lot's happening. I'm trying to get more... I need a couple more wholesale accounts, and then we'll be golden I think
1: yeah I think you're going to hit your capacity with that yeah especially during tourist season
0: so we'll see what happens if anyone knows anyone looking for delicious gluten free out there let me know if it's within our radius
1: and in closing before we go a few words of wisdom about
0: don't run with scissors
1: don't run with scissors (laughs) I was going to go on about plants, you
0: Oh yeah, plants.
1: Do not do not plant anything,
0: Before. any bushes
1: or any trees or anything like that near your house.
0: Oh, yeah, I had to pull up some weeds growing. well, they're probably not really weeds. I don't know what kind of plant they are, but growing against our foundation, you do not want any sort of plant thing. Tree, whatever near your foundation, because it will grow into it and crack it, and it would just so much money.
1: Nature is extremely patient and extremely strong. Yeah. And Mother Nature will eventually get through the concrete and get into your house.
0: Oh yeah, well.
1: So if somebody plants bushes right next to their house, they're asking those. It's good. The thing that frustrates me is the the moron that planted those things is going to sell the house and leave before the roots go into the foundation.
0: I was like, all of those House under flip shows, oh, let's do some landscaping next to the house. No, just say no. Be like, I'm not buying this until you pull all that up. And then you got, if you're on City Sewer, you. Got, oh, it's just, no. I oh, mean, yeah,
1: that's a whole, geez. there's a whole real estate episode I think a,
0: we discussed that a little bit. We could do a
1: whole one just on inspections, really, but we did discuss yeah. that a little bit. But but you, the roots can grow through your sewer line.
0: And then what, right? Because then you get backups and ew, No.
1: Yeah, they basically just clog up. The, they they block the pipe because they're growing through the pipe. And then
0: it'll back up into your basement, and there you go. Have fun.
1: So so Kara is <laughs> is the ultimate like okay. tree police. For any house, she's like, that's too close to the house. That's too close to the house.
0: Yeah, we have one we have to trim this year because it's way too close.
1: Yeah, we'd like to totally cut it down because it's it's too close, close. but we don't have the money for that because tree removal is expensive.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Words of wisdom.
1: Yes. (laughs) Cut the trees down yourself and cut them to pieces yourself if you can safely. If they're too
0: big, don't.
1: Yeah. Remember, the small trees, (laughs) basically the trees you cut down, are the ones where you can just put your hand on it and push it, and, and the tree will go where you push it. That's the size of tree that I'm talking about. Those, cut them down fine. You're good.
0: But if they're the size of, like, two football players standing next to each other, don't do yeah, it yeah. yourself.
1: Don't, don't get greedy, and don't pretend that you have skill that you don't have. There's, um, In fact, I would recommend trying to go through a YouTube search quest for... Tree, tree experts talking about things that can go wrong when you're cutting down a tree. It's scary. It is scary. <laughs> and there are professionals who know about that stuff. And, and make
0: sure they're insured.
1: Yeah, get somebody legit. Yeah.
0: Don't make sure they're legit. Don't your, get your neighbor, Joe Schmo. Be like, I can do that for you, no problem. And then suddenly he's in the hospital and suing you. So don't or he that.
1: drops the tree on your house. Yeah. So when, when you see professional tree <laughs> removal guys, it is really neat. They, they just, they're very precise and it, it's kind of cool to watch them work. They really know what they're doing. Um, and it is kind of impressive. Like when we had, we had three very large trees that had grown so tall, they were like breaking. And we were concerned they were going to maybe fall towards the house and hit animals or something. The fence. Oh, the fence. We were, we were afraid they we were going to crush the fence in the night. And then stuff would be able to come in. And uh, So we just we just had them drop them. And the noise they made... Because <laughs> they were just over the ground. There was no septic in the area. They were far enough away from everything that they could just drop those trees and just kabam! And it was... You, you definitely were aware that those trees had dropped.
0: Although I don't remember... I don't even remember.
1: It was just really loud. It wasn't... Because it wasn't a shock or a surprise.
0: Well, there's a... The problem is there's a lot of loud noises around us because we're by a gravel pit company. So they make a lot of noise, to be honest.
1: Yeah, there's like a bang, bang, bang going over over there. On the weekends, it's not so much. Um, It's... What? It's not that bad. Okay. Oh, you're outside more than I am.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> They're still loud on the weekends, yeah. <laughs> or the neighbors doing projects. So,
1: yeah, it, it, if you're anywhere near your neighbors, you got to be aware that you know you're going to hear tractors and you're going to hear power tools and you're going to hear stuff like that.
0: Yeah, which is fine until it gets to like seven thirty eight o'clock at night, and then you got to shut it down. Yeah, because people go to bed, <laughs> but some people don't realize this. Apparently.
1: so there's that yeah you get the occasional person that's not cool but most people are cool um and after a big storm i have this tractor with the bucket that i can use to clear things but i wait i wait until a reasonable hour <laughs> i don't do that at the first thing in the morning let people have their coffee yeah you know, although i have
0: my coffee at like two in the morning so <laughs>
1: other people are different <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah
1: all right so we have shot the breeze for an hour this was a Shoot the breeze episode.
0: Sorry, we'll get. I mean, we always say we'll get better, but will we? I don't know. Maybe. No, I think we
1: will. I think. I think we just need to get past. This is a crazy part of the year. Uh, the business is changing. A lot of stuff is changing. We'll Once have we... like
0: a schedule. I'm gonna contact some people. Like actually interview people who grow veggies, and we have a. A real goat person that we're gonna interview, and so there's a lot gonna happen. We just gotta get there. Yeah. Yeah. Just-,
1: just, just, we just need a minute to get there.
0: <laughs> we just- I have no patience though, so I'm like, I gotta do all the things. We're right doing now. fine. It's frustrating. All
1: right, so <laughs> we're gonna close up. Um, this one would be fun to edit because we're both exhausted. There's probably a lot of things to cut I, I how when I cut all the unnecessary stuff is it going to be 40 minutes I don't, I don't
0: know
1: so have a good time doing whatever it is you're doing
0: enjoy whatever Mother's Day Happy Mother's Day Happy Mother's, Mother's Day we're yes. recording this
1: on Mother's Day it oh Mother's my god
0: Day. so sorry we
1: could have talked about mother ducks and mother chickens and
0: mother chicken ducks
1: We could have talked about so many mothers.
0: (laughs) You and your mother.
1: (laughs) Happy Mother's Day.
0: Yes. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Love you.